You are now listening to the Chauvinist Tapes Podcast, featuring thoughts and opinions about sports, music, women, politics, Chicago, and random chauvinistic shit. From the minds of Big Crown, Rollo, Shy Guy 705, and Old Man Logan. Kick back and listen. Alright, episode 47, episode 47 of the show when this appears, podcast, podcast. We uh we two we, we two horses down tonight, man. We gonna find them niggas, man. Drew and Tim. Yeah, one monkey don't stop. What the, what the fuck is the good and wild battle? One, yeah, monkey, one monkey don't stop, don't no, stop show. no show. Yeah, we said we gonna host ass niggas. Ass. These motherfuckers niggas want to up. sing, want to be on The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Until they get humbled. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> We got a guest on this episode, man. Somebody who been meaning to get on the show, and he finally here tonight, man. What up, man? What's your, introduce yourself. Um, AM Abstract Mind. You know, I'm I'm happy to finally be here, man. I've yeah. been like, it's been wrecking me, man. I'm just like, man, these brothers keep asking me to come, and it's always bad time, and so it's just like, I was happy that I could make it tonight. It's like every time you ask, I'm like, damn, man, yeah. I can't make it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to be here, man. Yeah, man. We be covering, you know, we've been having guests on, man, for a lot of people from Chicago, a lot of artists, not not just, you know, music artists. It's been people who own clothing designs mm-hmm. and um, just, you know, random people from the city, man, who who all about creativity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You definitely somebody who I was like, man, we got to get you on. You know what I'm saying? We have we, we the homie Big Spence on here. You know what I'm saying? We have the homie from um, um, A47 Elite um, Lacrosse. Okay. My homie last week, um, Jack Clay, he owns a hat company. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shout out to all those people who, you know, came on the show you know what i'm saying like share subscribe like i always say but um yeah man um yeah we, we well people don't know that you know what i'm saying right we we've known you for years we've known each other but we didn't know each other you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying right we have you know we all went to the same school exactly we all went to hirsch metro you know what i'm saying right but you but you were a class class under us what year did you graduate 2004 man yeah man you a whole damn you know what i'm saying a minute under y'all <laughs> you what 2000 2000 you yeah know what I'm saying? we in here with 2000 you know what i'm saying i come in y'all was going out Wow, man. Yeah, we knew you was younger, man, but damn, 2004? Yeah, man, I was. Was it? Yeah, 2004. You know what year you graduated? Man, it's Hirsch, man. Shit. I know, man. We've been, <laughs> we've been at almost 20 years, man. Yeah, but I know Matt more so because he's come to Grand Crossing and Hoop too. Yeah, yeah. So we used to get them, uh, them Tuesday Tuesday nights or whatever, mm-hmm. them Tuesday okay. and Friday night hoops. Yeah, yeah. And niggas would come from Hirsch or whatever and come up there to Hoop after, uh, like, after school and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still play ball? Dude, I ain't hooped in. It's been about eight years. <laughs> the other, like, I'm gonna say, one time this summer, right before the summer ended, I, I said, I'm gonna go buy me a basketball because I've been trying to work out, but <laughs> I, I go two weeks real nice in the gym yeah. and then I just die out from yeah. doing it. I'm yeah. like, maybe let me go just buy a basketball because I'll be wanting to play so bad. Yeah. But your mind writing to check your body can't care. Man, it's not brother. even that. It's like life fuck up your basketball game. <laughs> like that's how I felt the day I woke up this morning and I was in that same mode. But like I'm like, I just went and bought a basketball. Yeah. It was like yeah. 45 degrees outside. I went and bought a basketball and went to a court just to shoot around yeah. and do some layups. I'm looking like, damn, I don't, I, don't, I don't play the game that I love no more. Yeah, I know. It, it's not in you like it used it's to be. It's still in me. Know? It's always been in me. Like, yeah. you you retired, nigga. You gave up. <laughs> nigga, you, old, you older than me, it's man. It's not like, nothing to do with age. I mean, like, yeah, overall, like yeah, in general, like, your job schedule plus your kids yeah. will retire you. Yeah. Man, bro. Yeah, life will retire your ass. So, life retired me. Then it was yeah. like, I didn't want to play no more. It's just the yeah. fact that, like, those Saturday mornings I'll be available to go play, yeah. I ain't available no more. Exactly. Those Wednesday evenings, I ain't available no more. Yeah, yeah. 
And it ain't like high school where you get the fuck out of school, you just go play. Exactly. Like you gotta make time to go play. It's like a schedule. You gotta think the day I gotta get up and tomorrow, fuck it. I'm gonna still chill at the crib and shit. I ain't gonna even play and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then once you do that one too many times, it just becomes habit. It, that's what happened with me, man. I was, even after high school, I was still out there hooping hard. But yeah. like life, man, I started working. And then slowly but surely, man, I just stopped. I tried to hoop. This one time this summer, yeah. just doing little drills on my own was yeah. cool. I seen yeah. them down there. I, I felt good. I was yeah. hitting a couple layups. Yeah. Got a little stroke going at the jumper. Yeah. I go try to hoop with the young cats, man. They was playing a varsity. Yeah. Man, I, I lasted probably two possessions, man. And that was it. <laughs> I had to literally go lay down on the porch. I thought my... Yeah. Chest was finna explode. Little I'm niggas like, out there sham guarding you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well hey man, shit, you got to move on at some point, man. Yeah, That's yeah. The way it go, man, shit. But you know, hey, there's always leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking of joining the 30 and up league. You know what I'm saying? Just to, you know, get out there, just to stay in somewhat, you know, some cardiovascular shape. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. But yo, you here, man? You're an artist, man. I mean, you well, you're a rapper slash artist, man. I consider you. Or artist, you know what I'm saying, Appreciate and that may it, be like, you know what I mean, and that, and some people may view that as, it's, it's all right. I would say your music, all right. How long you been rapping? Uh, since '09. '09. When I first picked up the mic. Okay. So it's 2009. So what, eight years? Yeah. Eight. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you sent me the um song the other day, man, and your shit is very, very like introspective, man. You have a way of rhyming to where you get a you want to get a message out. It's not just hey, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you know rap anything. You 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 don't do you don't rap just for nothing. You rap with a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And if and if if anybody like those type of rappers, you know what I'm saying, right? They really need to listen to you. I think that you know what I'm saying that you really need to be really more into you know what's going on with Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Super dope, man. So like, uh, what inspired you to rap? Like, what 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 was it that you heard? Like, damn, you know, what I'm saying this is what I want to do, brother. I ain't gonna lie, the shit really fell in my lap. I was at work one day, and it was this cat. He went by Hollywood Snacks. Yeah. Funny name, but <laughs> <laughs> but he was rapping, man. He was bringing in his his raps to the to the job, and you know I've always been into music. Like yeah. I've always loved yeah. music just in general. But yeah. I don't know why I told this cat. I'm like, man, I could do that. Like he had brain, I'm like it's dope, but I feel I can outdo that. Yeah. I don't know what came over me. I ain't never wrote a rap. I ain't yeah. never been to no booth, and he was cool about it. He was like, you know, I'm gonna take yeah. you to the studio and see can you do it. Yeah. And I went to the studio with him, and you know, I, I was terrible. I, I thought I could get in there and do it, but yeah. you know, pressure. Yeah, <laughs> and I was embarrassed, man. I was nervous, everything, but I, I did it, man. And the cat, my boy. um Torpedo Mac, who owned the studio, man, I guess he liked my 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 voice, yeah. you know, at the very minimum, and he just was like, you know, come back, yeah. and I just I enjoy, even though I was bad that that first moment, yeah. just being in there, I yeah. was like, man, it's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, homie was throwing me beats left and right, and I was just I w- it just became a new hobby, yeah. cause I at that time was really when I stopped hooping, mm-hmm. cause hooping was my hobby. Yeah. But I was just at the crib and I had nothing to do, so I ended up picking it up, and you know the rest is history. So I I, I never wanted to be a rapper. Yeah, yeah. And never. I would say, man, for listening to for listening to your music, man, I would say you more like a 
me personally, it sounds like a Stally mixed with a T.I. mixed with a Kanye kind of vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's very much like a blue collar type. <laughs> the you know J. What Cole saying? sound. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Very blue collar sound. You know what I'm saying? Right? Even with a Chicago type of aggressiveness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which is very much necessary. You know what I'm saying? You from Chicago, from the South Side, right? I'm originally from out West, but I've been okay. out South since like... Yeah. Eighth grade since about ninety eight, oh, okay. ninety nine. Okay. Sorry, but okay. I'm initially from out west. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, man, it's like, damn. You know what I mean? And, but, but, all right. Let's start. Let's let's talk about this. Your name is Abstract Mind. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm kind of a, sno- a hip hop snob. I'm not. I'm better now, but I'm. I used to be very, very snobby about mm-hmm. the way I view hip hop. I very, think you like, still hey. are the same exact way. Like you <laughs> no. you're changing your own perspective. <laughs> I am. You picked up that Quavo and um. Nah, I ain't going that far. And Quavo and what's that nigga name? <laughs> See, I don't know the fuck. Quavo and they got they dropped the album this week. Okay. Uh, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, that's just so no. trash. But you you like that? Let <laughs> 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 me talk. All right, I'm very much like okay in the boom bap era. Like I'm 35, so it was like 94 when Illmatic them that came out. All that. That's the shit that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Cuban Links, all that. You know what I'm saying? I was very like centric in that sound of hip hop. You know okay. what I'm saying? It was like if it wasn't that, then that shit whack. When Master P and them came along, I hated it so bad. It was whack, 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 whack. I didn't realize that you know, hey, it was a business move by him, and he was he was in it for the money. So I respected it as I got older. Okay. So okay, um, okay. You had the eras in the late '90s where you had the um, Black Star and all them came out. You know what I'm saying? That was very much kind of a you know conscious hip hop somewhat, and that had got a bad label. Then we went into 2000s with the um, Puffy and Diddy and all that stuff. So with your name Abstract Mind, do you feel as though okay, if you was to say like okay, that's my name Abstract Mind, that people would kind of typecast you, typecast you as a specific type of rapper with that name? Absolutely. Because I know, because I know when I hear you rap, it's like oh no, hell no, this shit ain't nothing like that. He's mm-hmm. very much into like hey, giving you a message. So how, how do you feel like what 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 type of um, you know interference do you get when you deal with people like who 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 fuck with your music or hear your name? Do you get like that? You know. To be honest, I ain't really caught no negative like vibe behind it which is which is awesome because it is a name where even like if i wasn't doing hip-hop and i i heard somebody or i seen the name abstract i'm looking for a very specific type of music coming from that type of name and um which is one of the reasons why with with you know when you think about abstract art or just the what abstract means in general yeah you really can interpret it whichever way you want to like yeah. most abstract art is for you to interpret it how you want to interpret it like there's no That's real definitive answer to yeah. it it's like what do you take from this exactly. art when you see it yeah. so when people listen to me mm-hmm. you know that's what i want them to do like i don't you know i don't want to force anything on the listeners ears like i want yeah. people to listen to my music and mm-hmm. take from it whatever they want to take from it yeah I try to attack my music in a way where I can make something for everybody to listen to, everybody okay. to enjoy. So, yeah. you know, I can see where there can be some confusion, but luckily for me, man, I ain't never had to have that issue where, you know, somebody's been like, yo, yeah. your name don't really match up. Now, I don't argue with people online on something that had nothing to do <laughs> yeah. with music, yeah. and they're like, how's your name? Abstract hey, mind, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. And that's just on something that has nothing to do with music, but in terms of just the music specifically, yeah. I, I've been blessed to not have to, you know, have that running. Yeah, that's dope, man. Because I, I don't even, I wouldn't even know how to, you know, answer that to somebody, because, yeah. you know. I don't think there is an answer, though. I think that music is abstract, because music is to the beholder of the person who's listening. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. your your ear is your ear. Just like you just said, you you were biased back in the day to certain sounds. And to me, you still biased. You ain't going to go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I get that Cardi B a chill. I do. Hey, I do but like you like Cardi that Cardi B. B. I like that song. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to go fuck with a Cardi B album. The Bodak Yellow. I do. I like that song. For some reason, that song kind of. It's a banger. To it. It's no different than any. Like, it's always yeah. going to be a banger. Like, okay. Like, you know, I have been more receptive to a, a, a club banger. I have, but, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that, hey, they made it for you to fucking vibe to. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been more receptive to music to vibe to, but personally, in my crib, I'm fucking with jazz. I'm not finna, I'm not finna play Bodak Yellow in my crib. What the gonna... fuck you at the crib listening to Theonius Monk? <laughs> Nigga, yeah. I'll be, be in the crib bumping shit, man. Smooth shit. I, I, I can't oh damn, B. Your new name is fucking W N U A, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's just how I vibe, man. Like mentally, I have to fucking consume consume melodies and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just my whole get. That. But dude, no, I get that no. from you from like because you you make beats, you're a producer. Yeah, yeah. So I get the 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 melody the part of you. But yeah. when it came to like music progressing to the bullshit it is today. Mm-hmm. We have our songs that we like. We always nitpick because we at an age where we don't like a lot of the shit that's out. Yeah. But your ass is like stubborn to the music. I'm a Taurus too, so I mean, I, what the I, hell are you doing music? Hey, I, I'm just to my heart, I'm just a stubborn person. You know what I'm saying? It depends on what it is I'm stubborn for. You know what I'm saying? If I just gotta, you know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. I'm like I have a thing like this. Like, what kind of phone you got? Your iPhone. Mm-hmm. So when it goes to the like the, the last things you've listened to, what are the last three things you've listened to? I don't even know how to get to the last three things. <laughs> you know, like the things you searched. It's probably gonna be like you go to like me. search. Cause I listen to me all. Day. I'm, not <laughs> yeah. I'm listening. And yeah. I hate to say it. I yeah. live in, dude. I live in a bubble musically. Okay. The yeah. now I could go to you have when I go to title yeah. is where I go to search for music. You know what I'm saying? I don't even yeah. listen to none of my music in my iTunes. Yeah. But you know, the last albums I've listened to was Big Crit new album. I'm, I've been listening to that, trying to get into that. Um, I like that. Ironically, speaking on Twenty One Savage, I just listened to a song that's on title with Twenty One Savage and Quavo. Um, nightmare. I don't know what's the. Let me put it's probably it up. nightmare. It's it's on the like the 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 opening thing, but and I tried to listen to that new Pharrell song with Rihanna, which I just can't. I'm not vibing to it, but you know. I'll be listening to me a lot, bro, because I've been I'm working on an album, so I've just been trying to, you know, I know we was briefly talking about this at the little picnic. Like I I overthink to the point where sometimes it's it hinders me musically because I'm always trying to over perfect something. So where you at with your album? Like, okay, well, first of all, let's start off with your project. Like, how many projects you have total? Like, what did you? What's your first project? First project that you put out? Honestly, I got a project called uh, Sound Collision that I, the first project that I did that nobody's heard. Like, if you didn't work at my job, you yeah. never heard it. Okay. Um, but the first project that I really put out that everybody started rocking with was my A Painted Thought project. That yeah. was just like me finding myself mm-hmm. as an artist and yeah. feeling like, all right, this is who I want to be. This is the music I'm comfortable making. Yeah. Yeah. Then after that, I put out a record called Still Painting. Mm-hmm. And now I'm working on an album, which nobody really knows the name of it, but it's called Muse. Okay. So okay. I'm working on that now, which is it's done. It's just, you know, dude, it, it's, it's so much that goes into creating music, as you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been done with the album, bro. Yeah. But because the mixing and mastering phase has been taking so long, mm-hmm. 
and deadlines haven't been met how I've I've wanted them to. It's just it's prolonged the process, man. Yeah. But yeah. I still create, man. Like I still I, I'm I'm constantly writing. Um having too much time sitting on one record, yeah. like I'm going back touching records that probably shouldn't yeah. even be touched because yeah. I just have them for so long and exactly. I'm just like and your ear changes from when you heard it when you first recorded it that you hear you know you days go on like damn I want to kind of tweak it this way that way yeah 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 I know what you're saying is yeah. it but it's too is is too much man I can't wait to be done with it because dude if I don't have somebody tell to tell me like Matt you know chill out like this this don't touch this no yeah. more yeah we not going back and opening this session and yeah. do nothing else yeah man i go change the song 50 million times <laughs> i put 50 million verses on it until yeah. i i never be happy you know and so then you really could have like six seven projects out now basically bro, you know what i'm saying on how, on how you work bro i'm gonna one of these days i'm gonna bring you a flash drive with all yeah. my music i got about I want to say I got at least three good albums like that I would feel good putting out. And then I got a whole bunch of other records that I'll probably never release. Yeah. But I got a lot of material, bro, yeah. that's yeah. just sitting there collecting dust. Like yeah. if I die yeah. and, you know, people release it, y'all yeah. have a nice amount of albums yeah. that y'all can, you know, listen to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, shit, man, you gotta. Put, I mean, I can't tell you. Like, I, the last thing I'm gonna sit there and tell you, like, man, you gotta put it out because you feel about it a certain way that I can't understand because you work intimately with it. You know? What I'm no, saying? I need somebody. Well, bro, if I had a team of people, yeah, yeah, I need somebody to tell me, bro, I will wait ten years but and be the, cool with it. Yeah, the thing about it is that <laughs> so I, that's a good thing. That's like, it's like, are you doing it because you want to do it because you like do it in whatsoever hobby, or do you want to do it to make money? Do you want to make a a legit career out of it would i do you want i want to like, do that so let me answer it this way yeah. when i first started making music it was a hobby then when people start rocking with me and start expecting music yeah. i start doing it like i can actually make a career out of this and quit my nine to five yeah from that from the time frame of me finally saying i can make this a career till like after still painting when I made steel painting, so in between a painted thought and making steel painting, dude, I lost all my creative drive because I was so focused on, all right, what do I got to do to actually get on? Like, what records do I need to focus on making? And it took so much out of me from a creative standpoint, and it just drained me to the point where I was like, I don't even want to make music no more. Because this is just, is the whole purpose of me even becoming a hip-hop artist, it was a fun hobby. It was very therapeutic for me. Yeah. Everything that I loved about making music, I wasn't loving no more because I was so focused on a business part of it. And then on top of that, I was doing it by myself. Like, I don't have a team. So everything I do is like solo dolo or somebody... Some people have looked out for me, don't get me wrong, but for the most part, I'm doing everything on my own. Okay. So yeah. it just got overwhelming. So then I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like, it, there's no, there's no, no, it's not a 100% chance that I'm actually going to make it how I want to make it. Yeah. So I might as well just make music, go back to making music mm -hmm. that made me love doing it in the first place. Because if I, if I'm not doing it for me, yeah. 
I can't give y'all a product that I'm 100% comfortable with. Like, it's going to sound forced. Yeah. And that I was making a lot of forced music at some say, point. Did you, have, did you make some tracks that was like, wow, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I wanted to make that. That ain't really my vibe. But that's the vibe to really see if I can make it. I made about two or three of them joints. Okay. And, you know, I try to not put myself in a box. I never want to be that artist that's boxed in. Like, yeah. I feel I can make anything, but in terms of just being comfortable, mm. like that stuff y'all hear now, I could do it. If somebody pay me to make that, yeah. I can do it. But yeah. as far as me just going into the studio just for just mm. to make music because it's something I want to do, yeah. nah, yeah. I'm not making them joints. I got you. And it's, got you. It's, it's, it's not fun. Mm. It's only fun when I know I got to do it for a task. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I got artists like J. Cole and Kendrick, like, when we was talking before you came, we was like, man, like, you know, the music that you that you send me is like, okay, it's, it's more like the J. Cole last vibe. He wasn't on there like, okay, I'm about to make this and it's about to be a club banger. It wasn't no club songs on the album. But he still got a he got a machine behind him where you know what I'm saying right he can drop anything and it's pretty much gonna be successful. But he also create that mystique too because of the artist he is. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Kendrick he can he he got club songs you know what I'm saying right. But he still stay in his lane. He still spit. But he was spit. out of the lane before like autumn like prior to Kid Kid being a Good Kid, Good Kid, Kid Mad City. Mm -hmm. There was some a lot of commercial little songs he was putting out on those mixtapes. Yeah. And I see like that's what I was thinking to when I was thinking about the whole conversation you guys were just having is like. When it comes to making music in 2018, and if you want to make music in 2018 to actually have a career in making music, when you have to, when you no longer have to deal with the fact that you're not making music for a label. Yeah. And any now, that's that's yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem I have with music today is that anybody can get an album. Like I like, I like Bodak Yellow, mm -hmm. but the thing is, like, would Bodak Yellow exist in two, in 1995? No. Yeah. No. Because no, you don't have to get that motherfucker. Like it's free. So it's enough time for you to get it and vibe to it and hear it and like ah yeah. oh, like you did. It was like mm. now you like it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking fucking eighteen weeks after the shit came out. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Think about it. Like okay, her album. Nobody cares about her album. They but that's what I'm saying. But like, I mean, song. like in general, just a single. The fact that anybody can put anything on iTunes yeah. and anybody can hear it. Yeah. And anybody can be like, yo, I got an album out. Exactly. But like, it, it's not the same status as back in the day when somebody had to actually put work in to album. make an album. Yeah. And you respected yeah. it as a craft because it's like I think like that's like towards to me like that no limit era is like. No Limit was the beginning of the bullshit. We used to call it bullshit. Today, they were dropping shit. so many yeah. albums, bro. It <laughs> was about, hey, we dropping, we making, making money. Yeah, dropping, they just kept doing it. Dropping, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they made you like bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you know I never like that shit. Exactly. That's <laughs> what so today, I was like, I was listening to Joe Button last week, and he made a valid point. He was like, he was talking about Quavo and them, the, the 21 Savage album. He's like, it's not good lyrics. He's like, Today lyrics aren't last like like the last twenty years lyrics. Okay. He's like he rapped Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby on mic, and lyrically, Ice <laughs> Ice Baby is good <laughs> compared to rap. Compared that. to <laughs> but you know what I thought about? I was like, man, look, man, at their age, like, okay, I don't want to say just because they're young, you know, what I'm saying right that you know it's an excuse, but still, they rapping about what they know. They but rapping that, about what they understand. But that's so who bad are we because at 35 in our 30s to say, look, man, you 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 gotta come better than that. But but we had uh precedents with Nas. He was that's what 20, I'm about to say. They were 18 and 19 old. when they exactly. were making the music. So yeah. why do they get a pass? I mean, I look at I, I look at rap the same way I look at sports. Mm -hmm. I feel as though when people are rapping, it's like you're competing for something. 
nobody wants to be last. Okay, like when you're playing sports, you want to be the best. But hold on, this is the thing though. Rap is also an art. It ain't always about the competition. It's it's a it's, little bit. Of, it's, it's what it is. Quote, but it's, but it's not always about competition because you got somebody like Talib. Let's say Talib Kweli. Let's say most deaf. You know what I'm saying? Right? They're not rapping to sit there and be the best. They rapping to convey their message to a certain degree. Dead prayers for sure. But you always had players that way too. Yeah, that's why I say it's, it's everybody it's is not Michael Joy. Like, okay, but there's a lot of Ross Tricklins. Look, <laughs> you got, these niggas is uh, Swaggy P. <laughs> they get a couple of shots. Yeah. Like okay, <laughs> and they like, yo, I'm hot. Look, I'm gonna say this. Look, you got let's say Tyler and Mose. You got them rapping. Who you know they're very they're legendary. Also got Styles and Jada. It's an, on another level. They still get the same respect, but it's just different levels of rap. Like rap has so many levels. You know what I'm saying, right? But it always seems like okay, it's you got motherfuckers who at the top of the game. Who like who, like, who who's the best rapper now? I don't know. But when we do when we talk about rap, what do we talk about? Who's the best MC? We don't say who's the, when, you, when you talk about the best. Who's the best NBA player of all times? Who's the best rapper of all times? It's at all times for that reason because you're aiming to be the best. Your lyrics are putting you in a position to want to be the best. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's like when you get uh, some bullshit that we get today, 21, 21, 21. He's only relevant because people don't have to pay for it. It's like if I had my last $20, you get an allowance from your parents. It's $20 a week. Back in the day, twenty dollars couldn't buy us gym shoes. They couldn't buy you gym shoes today, but it could buy you an album. Mm-hmm. And with that twenty dollars, you had to make a conscious decision of what yeah. the fuck you about to buy. Yeah. And was you gonna go buy this shit? Or was you gonna go buy this shit? Man, and the, that's how you knew the quality of an album. The problem, though, too, when I think about today's rap, like I have two two perspectives on it. One, well, one thing I think for a fact is hip hop now is like. You got nothing but all of these street dudes that's coming from, you know, selling dope. So rap is now like the new dope game for them. It's a legitimate way for them to make money. They all all it is is about money for them. They can yeah. give two shits about being the best at anything. <laughs> yeah. This is all yeah. about how can I put a dollar in my pocket mm-hmm. and and that's all it is for yeah. these rappers. Yeah. As a fan of the culture, mm-hmm. I think at I think are like the leaders, like the the forefathers of it, man. I think they had, they were too, I don't know what word to use, but I don't think they groomed the next wave of of artists how they should, or they wasn't putting the right artists on that could have, like a J. Cole, for instance. Like who, I would say like after Jay-Z and them came, like who really was the next, like, beast whether you came from the east coast midwest or whatever the case may be after jay-z i can't think of another artist outside of like a ti that really came through and killed it like that made music that we liked all right do you would you consider drake on that level because i i don't think because i think he's more entertaining because i don't think he writes his own rap i don't man drake is just i'm with you i think drake is very talented let me say this i think he's a very talented artist whether somebody writes his music for him or not what i hear sonically is very artistic but it's not it's not for my ears you know when i think about drake he to me he makes the best music out of well let me rephrase like he doesn't make the best music but he's very consistent in terms of making quality music But the music that I like to hear, like he sings a lot. Like <laughs> I, I can't. It's only so yeah. much of that I could take. Like well, hold you, on, hold on. F- Fonte sing too. 
Not it's a like, different kind of sinking. Yeah, <laughs> it, we it, it's a clear difference in terms of what like Drake make records for like his female fan base, yeah. like his female. A lot of young chicks. On top of that, like is we're in an era where the expectations and what we 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 intake is just not a high ceiling. You know what I'm saying? There's not a high bar for that stuff. Yeah. So Drake is just like Twenty One Savage in them, like. He makes better music than him, but he makes music to make a dollar. Yeah. It's not really like, let yeah. me make something from exactly. my heart. Because yeah. yeah. I could tell when Drake really went in there and he really put his heart and soul into a record. Yeah. When he goes in there. That was like really Take Care, bro. That was like so long ago. It, you're right. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. That was but, like Take Care. You know, when I think about Drake, man, he he's definitely talented, whether he's a makeshift artist or whatever the case may be. But, you know. He's an entertainer though, but it's good though because I think that how many albums is he in now? He about six albums, six seven albums in, and I do think that rap to me on a successful level has an expiration date. What you mean for, like are certain artists? Each artist has not each artist. I mean like it depends on like your level of success. Like Drake's level of success is top. So you saying he's reached it? He's, he's reached not it. gonna. He's never gonna. It's like so you said, okay, it's like that crackhead with a high. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, never gonna reach that high he again. Out, he's gonna have to come out with that sound. And it's hard. It's yeah. like you have to redefine yourself in different elements. That's what Jay Z has always really been good at. He's he's sustained a longevity in hip hop because he's always in the beginning. He talked about selling drugs and rap. I mean, selling drugs in the in the rap form. Yeah. In the perspective of a former drug dealer, mm-hmm. like he never talked about it as he's doing it at this moment he's always talked about it like he's did it so they got him to a certain point then he got you to the little bling bling rap era era well he already had the money at this point so he's gonna rap about the money that he has mm-hmm. and now he's made it as a successful ceo mm-hmm. now he can rap about that in the past tense because he's did it already for yeah. the last 10 years yeah so yeah. that's now he's at another stage in his life i think that that's the only reason why he's the only artist that's ever going to make it that far in the modern hip hop era, because you can't give me another artist that done it without selling out, without like selling his soul. Like Ti was really good at the point, but he did a reality show and all that shit. I mean, a lot of these rappers are still good. Like I think I still think Nas is good, but Nas has never made it to another. Per- he never made it to the top plateau. Well, Nas is still. What you mean Nas was at the top at one point? He was a top rapper. Some people consider Prodigy a top rapper at one point, a hot, a hot. But summer. they never made it past rap. I see what you're saying. Like Drake has made it to a certain extent past rap. It's like he's making albums, but what's next for Drake? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing about when you look at Drake, you're looking like, damn, was 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 the company he's going to own, the people he's going to bring into the forefront? But that's the thing, though. I mean, okay, all right, now look, we don't went beyond rap and skill. Now we talking about business. We talk. I know, but but that's what rap is going to equal out to is like like the hip hop Barry Gordy's. And that's going to help the next generation of actually good rap. So, like, when Jay did do what he did, with having Jay at the top, then Kanye was kind of like a second. Then you bring, like, a J. Cole. Mm-hmm. They would they were giving you a lineage of good music mm-hmm. compared to, like, the, the crap that you're getting to this day. And it's like, who's going to be the next person? So, if you want to issue in well, right. Drake, basically, he's yeah. like a, a, a subsidiary, a subsidiary of uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Well, look, let me ask you this. All right. You're, you're currently... Artist, you currently rap, so it's like okay, knowing that, like, I, this whole topic we talking about, it just made me think of like, damn, the way that music is so disposable, you don't have just like you say, you don't have to make a full project to be successful. That also will cater to you putting out some popcorn shit just to make a dollar. 
you know what I'm saying, right? You ha having to work hard to put an album out when you feel as though, damn, you know what I'm saying, right? I could just make a single and have the same impact, or I'm, I, I'm working two years to put this album out, but yet, you know what I'm saying, people ain't really looking for albums no more. You know what I'm saying? That's the heart, and, and, and that's the thing that I, that make me upset for artists like you, somebody who actually, you know what I'm saying, put your heart in a project. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, you know what I'm saying, right? You doing, you have all this material that you hold close to your heart, and you want to put out for the world, for the people to consume it. But we all out here, deaf, dumb, and blind, and we just want that hot single. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, like realistically though, like where, like where do you see yourself in like two, three years with your music? To be honest. That's why I think for me, I'm trying to be a brand. Mm -hmm. And to piggyback off what you're saying in terms of Hove, like Hove is like be even before he became like owning athletes or whatever, or not owning them, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he was a brand. Like Rockefeller was more than music. Yeah. You know, they were a clothing line, they just was doing so much different stuff. So for me, I understand that it's a it's a great possibility that my music goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it will at some point, but you know I'm not I'm not only invested in rapping. Yeah. Like I'm trying to you know make yeah. some clothes. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to I'm currently trying to do a little um, animated cartoon series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm pinning something like that. So mm -hmm. so what I what I want to do is this. You know I like writing my own scripts now for videos because yeah. i like little short films like i like my videos to look like short films yeah. Yeah. so i'm diving into all of these different areas that i can attach my music to but it doesn't only have to be rapping okay. like i could create a soundtrack for an animated series yeah. and the an animated series might yeah. take off exactly. and i done created the yeah. music and for it. Behind it yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. i'm looking at other creative ways because it's just we got access to so much stuff and because we in an era where I, I'm just not gonna make the music that's I'm not gonna make a Bodak yellow yeah. that's just not how my mind works because I don't care about the money that's gonna come like I, yeah. I, I hope I can get rich off music yeah. but yeah. what makes me happy in music is just creating what I like to do yeah so let me find something else that I'm good at creatively you know what I'm saying yeah. I like drawing I, yeah. I don't draw no more so I call my graphic designer like hey yeah. This is an idea I got. Can you bring it to life? Mm -hmm. So there's so many other things that I can do where yeah. I don't have to just attach myself to just writing records. Because it's yeah. hard, bro. It's very hard yeah. Yeah. for an artist today to break through. Even with the internet, I always hear people say, we got it easier because we got the internet. I don't think that's easier. It's I think so, it's harder. It's so hard, man. Because yeah. like, yeah. somebody can fucking like a bullshit song. Because it's so much to consume. Anything DJ Unk with them niggas just make, like walk yeah. it out, all that bullshit. Yeah. Is it like, yeah. it's the internet is good for them cats. The internet is not good for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm reaching more people than I probably would have reached without it. Mm -hmm. But it's still, I have to make a certain type of music yeah. to to get millions. Of, it has to be a gimmick. Yeah. When it's you, like selling your soul. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you yeah. wouldn't do this. Yeah. It's like but, JoJo Dancer, but nigga. Think about it. It's a few that creep through the crack though so i don't know anybody creep through, the crack. creep through the crack i mean like i don't think that kendrick has made no bullshit song but kendrick has uh the right backing the money behind him like yeah. kendrick right wouldn't be where he is if he mm. didn't have somebody invest in the right mm. like and then he stays in the area where like listening to some of his joints on good kid mad city yeah like he used to see fucking um 
what's what's the dude from LA? Uh, game. The game. Okay, yeah. He used to see this dude. So it's like he had access to certain resources through yeah. whatever affiliation he had. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, he did it in a way and to, in the like I remember earlier you was talking about like making like certain records. What I like about Kendrick when I heard swimming pools I'm like, this is an artist who understands how to make a record. Like, so most people who listen to swimming pools, they think this is a record about getting drunk. Like, let's go get drunk and get. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. lyrically, he's talking about something completely different. His, yeah, his whole interaction while getting drunk and why, you know what I'm saying? Getting drunk is, is not the move for me. It's like not even never that. It was more like, to me, I interpreted it towards like he used it as liquid courage to get on stage. Like, maybe he had stage fright. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't get on stage. In order to get on stage, mm-hmm. he had to partake in some drugs yeah, or whatever to I give you the confidence. That's why that yeah. song is so dope. Yeah. You got many different perspectives, yeah. and I think that's like to it's, me, it's, Kendrick understood like I can't just hit y'all over the head with just like some yeah. super fucking knowledgeable shit. Yeah. How can I mesh mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do creatively, artistically, writing wise, yeah. like the beat, the hook. All of that stuff makes a huge difference. And I think we get stubborn as artists, like people who don't want to um, sell out. They feel like, to me, like you can you you can conform just a little bit, a yeah. tad bit, yeah. than what you're used to. How I'm trying to say this. So for me, I will conform where I need to conform without feeling like, you know, I'm doing something that's not AM. Yeah. Like I don't have to go make some overly conscious shit all of the time yeah. i could i feel i can be conscious i could be creatively conscious yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah. i think that's what kendrick is he's creatively conscious he can make some shit that you know make people like us who like lyrics yeah. it makes us think and he can also do it in a way where people who don't want to think mm-hmm. they just want to vibe to the shit yeah. like common. a certain vibe to i think it. a common has that appeal too yeah. yo what's up it's your boy donnell clay owner of 847 elite lacrosse and you are listening to the chauvinist pigs podcast the number one podcast in the city of Chicago. Get in tune. Like, okay, look, at your age, you th- 31? 32. 32, okay. I'm sure it's something that you like that you could rap about. Like, okay, it don't have to be like, okay, just drug selling or just some wild shit. But I'm sure it's something at your age that, you know what I'm saying, you like that's like, damn, kind of like popular that you can kind of, you know what I'm saying, rap about. You know what I'm saying? It could be something like that. And you talking about like and make it, you know, like like make a song like it, it it could be a song that you make for your album. It could be some personal like some person that you going through. Let's say some some let's say okay, you know, let's say you have a woman. Let's say you got a side chick, but you making a song about the side chick. You know what I'm saying? But you make it to where you know what I'm saying kind of like swimming pools where it's like you get you giving a perspective of of it. You know what I'm saying? Right? You know what I'm saying? Which you can be like, man, these bitches ain't shit. You may not want to convey that in the message and in, in, in the artist you are. But you feel like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You may want to put that on the record. You know what I'm saying, right? But you may want to flip this record and make it like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Make it kind of like a, you know, a song that's like, you know, a, a club song, so to say. Not a club song, but you know what I'm saying? Something that's marketable, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Something that yeah. mainstream, yeah. basically. It, that. it could be something like, I hate that we just keep bringing up Bodak Yellow. But it's like, you've heard Bodak Yellow. And you're like, you know what? I could write something to go to Bodak Yellow that's not clearly about. Like, I think Kendrick did it a few times. Like, he's been on songs that have been like, Clearly towards a certain demographic, but he's been on the song and rapped about something different but at on the that same song. Time, he's already established though, like when he make that record to try it, to yeah. get on. No, he he's at a stage in his career where we know who he is and we've accepted him. So yeah. 
him getting on at Bodak Yellow and spitting his Kendrick shit. They gonna want to hear Kendrick on. I want to see what he say to this shit. Yeah. What, what is that shit? He's like, what the fuck a song was that? He like, my hair is long and all that shit. Um, I know what you're talking about. He ah. rapped over somebody's shit. Like, yeah, but it's uh, like he's not going with it. What the fuck are they talking about? At all. I know what you're talking about, man. I forgot yeah. the name of the song yeah. though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually have a record, bro. I have. I'm gonna send both. Like, give me your email too. I'm gonna send y'all a couple joints off the album. Like, I got songs. Like, I have this record that's called for you. I actually released it like maybe two, three years ago. Okay. But I just put it out to test the waters to yeah. see if people would accept yeah. it and. It has a very mainstream appeal to it in terms of the way I wrote it, the simplicity in the hook, and just the vibe of the beat. And I know it's a record that can get me where I need to be if the right person, you know, hears it. There's definitely things like love, basically, like talking about women. Like, you know, I've had interactions with, you know, enough women where I can, <laughs> yeah. you know, make records pertaining to, like you said, yeah. like I can talk about so many different things when mm-hmm. it comes to relationships, yeah. infidelity, all type of shit, and yeah. make it acceptable for mainstream to to take it in yeah. and be like, all right, we want to bump this. We want to put this on the radio. We just want to make it go global. And I think I have that record on this album. It's just, man, you got to have money to market. Like, the internet ain't good for me, man. Like, people say it's easy. I got this record that I know can yeah. can go nuts, but yeah. you still need money, man. Like, people... You need money, and another thing I would say that you need to be in that, that kind of atmosphere is, like, we live in Chicago. Like, that would work. Like, I was listening to, like, The Breakfast Club for the last few weeks, and I, see, I hear Charlamagne, I'm saying, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning when they come into work, there's some artists or something outside. Like, yo, can y'all play this on... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna break you. Like GCI is not gonna break you, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Charlemagne and DJ Envy, yeah. Angelique, they can break you. Yeah. They can like, if they play your song. That's different compared to Leon Rogers, because mm-hmm. Leon Rogers and them are. They have to do what the label, what the station yeah, wants. Exactly. Like, yeah. what this is what people call in the request. This is what keeps the money coming in. Mm-hmm. Where Charlemagne and them. Yeah. They more like a podcast type of. Are they considered a podcast? They do, yeah. They've been they podcasting now. Like it's been coming to iTunes now. Like we are called iTunes. Exactly. You go to iTunes, check out show and pick. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. they are now on iTunes also. So yeah, yeah they can do what the fuck they want to do. There's no rules to what they do. You know what I'm saying in terms of music. Yeah, they play the popular songs, yeah. but you know they don't have to conform to the industry standard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that works right. out like it's like it's different when they can break you. It's like we don't have that in the Midwest. I was gonna say, I mean, a lot of a lot of you gotta lot drive of to California to or New York. Really, the only two Chicago. places you can go or Florida, Michael. you can get with a, a DJ FNF, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, all right, like in, all right, in, in Chicago, like like, do you like working any of the artists? I mean, like who who's on the album? You have anybody on the album, or you just you're solo now? Rapping wise, solo, but I got man, I like singers, bro. Like okay. I don't. I don't work with a lot of rappers. It's not that I don't want to. It's just I I love, dude. I wish in another life I can sing, bro. So, but you could probably do it now. Like niggas do rap, they be hey, they be pushing them vocals I am now. Definitely, I used to be opposed to auto tune and all of that. But yeah. now that I like know a way, this is an artist I like how they use auto tune. Um, well, Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? I listen to Travis Scott. I ain't no huge Travis Scott fan, but when I do listen to him, 
I like how he's creatively used this auto tune to affect how he performs. It ain't like 808s and Heartbreaks, how Kanye did it or when Lil but you Wayne. Know, you know he was a writer on that, all right. Who? Uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. On 808s and Heartbreaks? Yes. I, I had I no clue. Him and Kid Cudi. Wow. Interesting. I just thought it was all Cudi. I didn't know it was Travis Scott. Too. Travis Scott, too. Wow. I didn't even know it, uh, Travis Scott existed when 808s yeah. and Heartbreaks came about. A lot of people, about. man, was in the background for a lot of, a lot of shit, man. Wow. I, I didn't know that. That's some new shit to a me. A lot of yeah. people don't know about You can hear it, though. You can hear it in the sound of the album that you like, oh. You about to make me go listen to this on the ride back yeah. to the crib now. Like a lot of people don't know that Shia the Prince is behind a lot of Kanye shit. He dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shia's a beast. Dope, yo. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, like, what's the guy to behind Drake? Uh, the dude that's no longer with him no more. Uh, what was that Quinn one Miller? cat? Quinn, Quinn Miller? Miller. Yeah, I don't know. Was that that song or that was just uh, like? I think Quinn Miller. He was behind a lot of that shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, I don't, I have to fact check this shit, but didn't the weekend give this dude a whole album? Like, yeah. did he take the weekend? The weekend did it in the interview. He said it on the Breakfast Club. I want him to say the weekend was like, yo, he sat down in the beginning. I, I want to say, take care. <laughs> like, he was like yo Cause he was trying to get on And he was just like yo He was sat down with Drake He had an interaction They went to the studio And he like basically gave him a whole album The music business is a motherfucker man It's like There's so many ways to make money Which but, is good that, but, that, but it's also like You know Like that situation there You know what I'm saying right If you're an artist You're like man You know I want to get on And you got somebody big time Like look This is what we gonna do You know what I'm saying But you've always had that you, yeah, you're right. That's the thing about it. But I mean, because you clearly know the Pub Daddy has never written a rhyme. No, but it's still as an artist, like you personally, you know what I'm saying, right? Look, let's say, look, you a dope writer, dope rapper, you know what I'm saying, right? But let's say another motherfucker who's a little bit more polished take your rhymes, but you can still get paid, though. Man, if 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 any of these rappers in the industry right now, I don't care what song you've heard of AM, if you willing to pay me some money for that <laughs> motherfucker, right. you ain't even gotta give me writing. <laughs> You ain't got to put No, write a credit time, no publish Just give shit. me a check <laughs> You write me a big enough check yeah. You can have You can yeah. have that shit And that's the beauty of it So let me tell you something That happened to me That keeps me wanting To pursue the music I did a song called Go Ill Back in like I want to say The 2010 or 2011 WGCI was having This fucking competition Where they wanted artists To write a song For the Chicago Power Hour Yeah so me and my homie should knock jones we was working on the painted thought album at the time I'm like i was doing a whole bunch of them records like for competitions you know what i'm saying but i i eventually figured it was more politics behind that so i stopped doing it but anyway i wrote the song you know what i'm saying i did it i sent it to him gci hit me back like we like the song but you left out certain parts which was bullshit but i went and fixed it how they wanted it they ended up letting yp using him and yp was just really getting on so i'm like y'all didn't really care to yeah. put nobody else on y'all was always gonna give yp this slot yeah. but i did the record years later bro i forgot the record existed my homie should not jones and them they do a lot of like um leasing shit mm-hmm. licensing so they hit me up man and they was like yo we want to send like three or four of your records yeah and i'm like send any of that shit yeah. I, I mean i'm not getting nothing off of it mm-hmm. whatever you want to use use it yeah. out of every song that was in that motherfucker mm-hmm. the song that i cared least about yeah. they used it was for ja rule when he did his reality show they yeah. used this go ill record and at that moment, I'm like, man, this record is like damn near 10 years old. Yeah. And I forgot it existed, yeah. but 
I got about five, six hundred dollars from the shit. So I'm just <laughs> That's like, like <laughs> and, and if you need some more, and if they, if people, I wish people loved the the series because I would have yeah. got more money off of it yeah. if they would have replayed exactly. it. Yeah. But you it know, let me know. TV and shit, you would have some checks. <laughs> Man, I had some nice yeah. checks, G. Yeah. But you know, it let me know that there is no expiration on the music that you make if you yeah. make it the right way. Exactly. If you make it in a way where it's timeless, it doesn't sound dated. Yeah. You good. So for me, I'm like, say I never make it on my own, like yeah. being a standout artist. I know I got a hard drive full of some great shit yeah. that I can for, for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. movies, any type of thing. And that's really, I ain't gonna lie, man. And when you was asking me as an artist, you know, what other ways, in a minute, I got one more project I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna do an album dedicated to my pops. I'm gonna write a little biography on him. Yeah. But after that, Man, bro, I'm focused on writing records for movies because yeah. all my money off of music has came from a licensing opportunity that my homies put me on. Yeah. I done seen about 2000 from that shit. I got paid, bro. I did a song for Tekken, I think it was. Mm-hmm. These cats sent me, before Tekken came out, I forgot which Tekken it was, but they sent me all type of shit that yeah. I couldn't even tell people about. Yeah. And I'm just like, man. And they pay me just to write a verse, bro. Yeah. They pay me five hundred dollars, dude. Like, man, how much does it pay charge for you to go to the studio? I'm like about 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. They pay for that. I sent him a sixteen bar verse that took me all of like five minutes to write. They sent me the the outline, basically the black black dude who was a boxer in that damn Tekken shit. I had to write a song catered to his character. Dude, I sent it and I got paid five hundred dollars just yeah. to go write a fucking sixteen bar verse. They didn't use it, but I still got See, paid a check. Royalties is royalties. Yeah. Period. So yeah. there's a market for people like me. You know what I'm saying? I if you take pride in songwriting, <clears throat> you can still make you can get some checks. And my next step is learning how to master that market. Because obviously that's the market for it. On the R and B side. Like have you thought about like writing R and B songs Bro, for somebody f- else? I'm trying to learn how to do it. I wrote a record, my fadeaway joint, that I, I got it out. It's out now. And it, the young lady that's singing on there, I wrote that shit. And I went in there, I tried to sing it. I tried to harmonize it. And I was like, nah. But I like the hook. So I sent it to my homegirl, Soldier. I'm like, man, can this be sung? Man, my homegirl, Takara, came. She's like, I'm going to get Takara to do it for you. She came in there and she sang that shit so beautiful. I'm like, wait a minute. I can write some R&B records now. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can just do something simple. <laughs> you switch the game up. This, basically, what Childish Gambino did, his biggest hit to me has been... Redbone, whatever. Redbone. Mm-hmm. But he can actually sing, though. But on that song, he's not really singing. That's like auto-tuned. Yeah. But the thing is, he can. Yeah. He ain't no like you don't. You ain't gonna go see him in concert. But no, I wouldn't say that. Because did you see the video he put on YouTube when he did it to me? Is, uh, yeah. I he was really in the studio like, doing it. You, he, he killed it. I was impressed. I'm like, dude, I didn't know this dude can actually sing. Because I thought he just was in there auto-tuning it. He no, just wrote like, some uh, That was straight off the top of the dome, live. It's, Hold on. He, he, as I say, he, he did ATL. I think that they, the fact that he did ATL, that really blew. He was already known. He was already on. But he wasn't on like that, though. No, nah, he was ATL on. He was like that. He was on like that. Nigga, he won, he won a fucking award. The fuck was it? Golden Globe for that shit? Bro, ATL. My man then did a comedy special. Yeah. Several albums. He was, no, he was a writer for 30 Rock. That's what I'm saying. He had other hustles. But he had a lot of hustles. Yeah, he had a lot of hustles. Yeah, a lot of He's hustles. He's had a lot of hustles. Like, yeah. you, can't even, you can't even pinpoint and say, like, what put him on because... Yeah. 
Yeah. His talent is great. Yeah. yeah. So he was. It was bound to happen. The yeah. the notoriety he got from ATL was bound to happen. It depends of, on like what you know him for. Like, did you, did you know him first as Childish Gambino, or did you know him as Donald Glover? I knew him as Childish Gambino. Yeah. Like, I knew him as Donald Glover because he did a stand up special mm. on like like a stand up. Yeah, I don't know. I never knew this dude was into all of that. Yeah. When I he, first he was a writer for Thirty Rock. Never he wrote knew all that. of Tracy Morgan shit for Thirty Rock. If you did a Tracy Morgan say it, he wrote. Crazy! I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even into Childish Gambino music when he was rapping. I was like, he was hit or miss for me. Yeah, it was more like it was kind of gimmicky when he first came out. Because like, I remember he said he got his name from a fucking Wu Tang generator, which wasn't a, like you know a big deal. But I still listen to his music. I'm like, oh, he cool. He ain't, you know he ain't for no, you know he's like kind of like Charles Hamilton. Like he yeah, right. exactly. You, yeah. Yep. But did yeah, you know exactly. him prior to him being an actor? I didn't know. Versus him being a rapper. I knew him being a rapper first. Okay. I know. Never knew him as an actor. I knew him as an actor first, yeah. and then knew him as a rapper so it was like different it was like yeah. i looked at him like a jamie fox type i think character. you gotta be a certain type of cat like y'all it's like you a certain type of cat it's certain type of cats that knew him for, for outside of music like it's yeah. a very small circle of you guys that you know y'all yeah. kind of like a secret society <laughs> for real. like yeah, yeah. y'all are very different in yeah. terms of what y'all like mm. and like I never knew this dude was talented yeah. like that. Like yeah. I, I got now I got so much respect for that dude mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, I wasn't a fan of that cat musically like yeah. that. That's but, the thing. Look, he look in no situations the way he do, he expressed himself without fucking filter. And I, and that's how I respect more about a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying? When you just fucking put yourself out there like fuck it, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm meant to do, this time to get down. And you're not like, okay, we from Chicago. It just seems like, you know what I'm saying, right there, we have our own creative vibes. We do kind of walk to a beat of our own drum, but we still kind of, we still kind of move in a Chicago way. We still kind of move in a way of like, no, oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I, you know, I know, you know, from the South side, Chicago, you know what I'm saying? I ain't finna straight away and do that shit. I'm a, I'm a Chicago nigga. Sometimes we kind of fall into that, you know what I'm saying? But we still have our own flavor, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like with, with artists like Childish Gambino, you know what I'm saying, right? He just say, I am who I am. This is what I do. I don't give a fuck who says anything about it. I don't care if you criticize it. I'm just meant to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think, good. That, I think his lane more. was already. His, I think his lane was made though, like From, through like already being an established comedian actor, and then going right into rap and actually being a good rapper. But hold on, he no. It's not that his lane was created. It's just that he just manifested what he wanted to do without being like what i have in the mentality of oh no i don't want to go there because that's not what what i should no, no, i think it's different i think it's like it's like it's, i think i look at it like an acceptance it's like i'm gonna get it i'm on 30 rock mm -hmm. and i can write the wildest shit mm -hmm. and if they allow him to say it on air i can get away with shit once they know that i'm the person behind it mm -hmm. i think that's what a lot of times you get is like you accept the artist more if you know they're wild and they can get away with it you do not accept the others. It's like I don't know. I'm trying to give a trying to give a situation of someone who you just can't accept, even if they if they're good at what they do. Like if somebody who's good at music, but you'd be like, oh, that's still a uh, that's still like this well, person. Well, I want to say, say, I wanna say Nicki Minaj. I want to say the I opposite of like Justin Timberlake. We see him in a movie. It's like, are you watching it because he's a good actor, or are you watching it because he's Justin Timberlake? I look at I look at Justin Timberlake that he got the opportunity because of because he's Justin Timberlake, not mm -hmm. because of his talent. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's the opportunity. But he's made the opportunity off different lanes. It's like, it's a different realm. Rap is a different realm. Mm -hmm. And if you can get inside of rap and get respect inside of rap, mm -hmm. 
And I, they get respect for the people who like the gods of rap. They like fuck with you. Mm-hmm. They like your product compared to Nick Cannon. That's a great example. Nick Cannon mm-hmm. is a person who did the exact same thing that Childish Gambino did. Mm-hmm. He was a person who wrote. Shit, should Drake be put in this then in the same conversation? Because he, like, he was on Degrassi. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but still, yeah. he created yeah. a lane. Like, he was already established in a certain. We didn't know who he was on Degrassi, though. We know he was Jimmy. Personally, I didn't know I was Degrassi, so I don't know who was Jimmy at all. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. about Degrassi, but still, he had, you know what I'm saying, yeah. a market for himself. So, him getting into rap. Like is is it not the same as what you saying when it comes to I think to it's more so. Gambino? I think I think the Childish Gambino kind of relates better to like Nick Cannon because to me Nick Cannon didn't have bad raps. He it was just that he was Nick Cannon. But you didn't respect and you didn't respect him. Nick Cannon. But the same, Childish Gambino did the same exact shit. You wrote for a certain network, you acted on a certain network, and then you branched off. One thing that he did that Nick Cannon didn't do is Nick Cannon didn't change his name. He went to a certain a different alias, which kind of led you astray because. Challenge Gambino doesn't sound like Donald Glover. They're like two different people. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Nick we Cannon all... is just Nick Cannon, and you still to this day, as many jobs as Nick Cannon have, you'd be like, "That's fucking Nick Cannon." <laughs> and, 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 you, and you know, Jigglos wasn't whack. He was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> that fuck anybody up who was who started on like like you know those kitty networks. You you always get labeled as that kitty person. You know That's crazy because he isn't trash as an MC. Like I've heard some. Like Nick Cannon? Yeah, yeah, I've heard some good. Yeah. Nick Cannon because shit Because it's Nick Cannon He be like Overall like he 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 has moments Where it's like Yeah but Like I've heard some Dope shit that I've Respected from Nick Cannon Like I'm like Alright this dude Actually can can rap G But like you say It's Nick Cannon So I can't yeah. take Nick Cannon seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a song He had like, on his second album He had a song called Like I Just Wanna Live And it was like serious He had a video Like about abortion and shit like that, yeah. and niggas was like, "Come on, bro, this nigga it." But it was a dope record, though. Yeah, you remember what I'm talking about? It was a solid. I mean, one hundred six Park, the whole nine. Yeah. He was there, premiered it, but it was like, it's Nick Cannon. <laughs> That's terrible, man. <laughs> well, man, look, man, we appreciate you on the episode, man. Let us know where you can find it. What's your social media? Twitter, Facebook, all that, bro. Um, Abstract Mind. Mute, well, my website, all of that's on there. And it's just www.abstractmind.com. Um. All of my music's there, you know, my Twitter, my Instagram, um, Facebook, all of that. Um, so, yeah, just go to www.abstractmind.com, you know, support it. You know, it's there for you for free, you know. Hopefully you appreciate it, man, and y'all, y'all spread that love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Yeah. Man, that's it, man. I was having a good time. I got to come back, man. <laughs> For sure, man. Next time I'll come back, I'm coming bearing gifts. Man. <laughs> For I, I guess I'm going to have some gifts yeah. for y'all, man. For Appreciate real. you, man. Yeah, check them out on the social medias, man. It's episode 47, man. We out. Peace. Yep. Can you hit the end button, nigga? Love. It's been some things going on that I can't condone Like these fallacies rappers is illustrating in songs Come on dog, it's clear as day that y'all telling lies When your time in the spotlight was short as watching vines You know credit has more value than money While you sitting around stunning and literally burning hundreds on uh, You should have bought a building but you bought a rape Go has higher value when you should have put that in the safe Repo man come, now your luxuries getting seized Can't pay off your debts cause you spent it in KODs Been raped so many times, now they bend you over with ease Got you hooked, you fucking junkie, overdosing on greed Damn if you do, yachty. Damn if you don't, Kendrick. Drown on that boat, I won't dummy down so you can feel it. 
I revoke in the line with the message that you critic from the voices of the people that you mimic. Love, used as a tool, exploit your kind and they place you on a tool. Uh, I think that you should listen when we trans shit like, but you rather dismiss it. Damn, brother, you been lied to. Sister, you don't need that love that he provides you. Nah. Life ain't always what it seems Until we take control, we just puppets on the string Black babies going missing, got me thinking about my own I'm shooting shit up if I'm told that she ain't never coming home To vote, to demonize our women, then they kill us all because we thought What we never had was more appealing Idolize, what they label exotic To cater to our needs, our women carving up their bodies Love it when it's implanted, hate it as it's deflating Lacking self-esteem, forever being degraded we tell our black women to be submissive Take what we want and leave abandonment because resentment They raising our babies all on their own The cowards that left them label them hoes in their soul The black man has a new plight Destroy their own to the point we can't renew life They dividing us at the seams Henrietta Lack showed the importance of black genes Love, used as a tool Exploit your kind and they place you on a tool Think that you should listen when we trans shit like But you rather dismiss it, damn Brother, you been lied to Sister, you don't need that love that he provides you Nah, life ain't always what it seems Until we take control, we just puppets on a string Church and don't fear God. These mental thieves get away with minds they rob. The world's in disarray. I mean, we all at odds. Separated from each other like we live in pods. Elites controlling minds through insidious ways. They treat us like rats. We all trapped in a maze. They turn us into addicts all stuck in the days. They suppress our depression till it turns into rage. Race wars, the music that we stream, politics, religion, anything in between. Life's an illusion, it ain't always what it seems. Until we gain control, we just puppets on the string. Night came creeping up to me. I tell you. Yeah, it's AM. Abstract. Corsic. Back to it, been gone for a minute, but I'm back at it, yeah. You just gonna let that sink in for a minute. Look. 
Alone until I'm telling probably get lost I run this trail until my lungs give an exhaust To try and fail, oh, know it so well The up and downs of life is like heaven and hell Why would he birth me knowing this world would hurt me Place me beneath the dirt, I haven't been feeling so earthy Instead of living life like they feel I should I rebel against it all, after law and all that judge Was once an innocent seed in the garden But then I grew and then the ease began to harvest Forced against my will, no longer pure It's certain acts of life that you just have to endure yeah. Only if my papa told me But he focused on what he's smoking Trying not to OD yeah. Only if my mama told me But like my father, well, um, forget it Hated the hood, hated the block Get ate by the wolves or join the flock This environment will swallow you That's why you better make a plan and then follow through Too many stuck being stupid Being a nuisance, being intrusive Stuck being so foolish They pop mollies, put tats in they face In a decent society, they will never find a place Hating my upbringing from what I grew up seeing An unhealed wound is why internal pain looms Now that I'm older and wise Those feelings I was feeling as a youngin' now becomes justified They put my people in the slums Knew we had to eat, but yet they fed my people crumbs Once the hunger grew, we started feasting on each other Not cannibals, but turned to survival like animals Complete chaos, everybody wanna kill For that tattoo tear, to declare that they real I'm, t- I'm tested every day of the week Currently I'm being tested this very moment I speak Psychologically I'm thinking that the plot is against me But the pain that I cause my own self has been plenty Sometimes my feelings they could be so cold I have walked this frigid line until my heart became froze I'm sick and tired of people and their opinions Everybody's playing God straight robbed of his image They judge me as if they living life perfect And action disapproved by the God you be serving Everybody wants to act concerned when you at the bottom with their names on the bullets that shot em. Fake love, I don't need that If them shots don't kill me, I will squeeze back, back, back.